Blog Talk Radio. Renee Watson, you're listening to Pam and Dawn. Hello and welcome to Tuning Into TV. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my friend, my colleague, and my wonderful co-host, host, I should say, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you? I'm so good. <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's, it's, to me it's normal to say co-host because you're co-hosting together. I know. I always so I don't think like, either one is wrong. You know, it always trips me up. I know, but I treat I consider you a host because you are a host. Yes, we co-host. Everybody gets mm-hmm. that. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> it's been a minute since our last show, so I'm you know I'm a, I feel like I'm a little rusty right now, um, but that's neither here nor there. We won't bore the listeners with all that. So how yeah. are you? How are things going? Well, with the weather the way it is, I don't know if I'm coming or going. How about you? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna try to stay away from the weather topic because well, I haven't come seen on. the reports <laughs> and how um, bad it's been up there with all the winter weather. It's like old man winter can't decide to leave, and Mother Nature just decided that spring needs to happen here. Yet we're back in, you know, like what we call winter temperatures we're in the like the low 50s right now so it's like after having almost um 85 degrees one day last week it's like really our weather is very back and forth we have all four seasons in one day sometimes not just the week but in one day for all the listeners out there that are in chicago and michigan and (laughs) minnesota and all that you think i should hang up on her right now when she's talking about 85 (laughs) degree weather please Please do not email us hate mail on the weather in North Carolina. I don't control the weather. It wouldn't be going to me. It's going to be going to you. (laughs) I know. But, you know, ironically, just just so everyone knows, I have been begging Pam to figure out a way to send some of that snow and winter weather down this way because we virtually had no winter this year. And I do like a good snow, you know, and a nice storm wouldn't have been so bad. But we've had none of that. We had a cold snap right around the holidays, and that was it. So I guess you're getting all the weather and your part of the country is just not intentionally hogging it all, as we say. But, you know, it's not coming down here and we are we would love it. So send it on if you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, California is getting snow. So, you know, like there's no excuse for you not to get it. <laughs> Isn't that true? I mean, when I read that, I was I was really surprised because that's that's almost unheard of in California. Um, so I bet the folks out there is not, you know, but in, right. in regular L.A. land, you know, area, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that is. 
Yeah, they're they're not um they're not prepared out there. You know, they don't have snow boots on de- on command or demand. You know, <laughs> yeah, or generators if their power goes out. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a different weather climate out there altogether. So I'm sure that's a little bit of a change and difference for them. But they could still send it our way too. We would welcome it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. oh my gosh, the weather is crazy. Well. I would suggest anybody who's bored go on Instagram and watch the story and the post and stories from people from LA because they're having a blast. And even though you have to, I have to laugh at them because they barely got a centimeter on the ground and they're all like, <laughs> ah! you know, I have to laugh because it's so funny how excited they are. Well, it's funny you say that because down here in the south in North Carolina, when we get an inch of snow, they close everything. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we have great ability to, like, prepare our roads, clear our roads before and after and during and after the event, but they're still going to shut everything down. If And there have been a time, a couple of times recent in recent past where we it was forecast, they shut everything down in advance, of it and then it never happened <laughs> so the kids mm-hmm. got a free um you know a day off of school and there was no work for it. so this you know, is how we're here in the south it's just what we do you're too funny and well i was going to say you know north in the midwest can watch us because of the way we behave when we get snow <laughs> nice it's just like <laughs> it's because we never get it so we're yeah. like Kids on the playground. We're excited, you know, kids at Christmas. But um well it's um it's it's another good show we've got in store for everyone um today and we are very, very excited to bring you this interview because part of our show's mission is to bring you interviews with people who have been in the entertainment business for quite a long time and are well known and This interview today is no exception. We are so excited to bring you our special interview with the beautiful and wonderfully talented award-winning actress, Vernay Watson. I'm telling you, oh my gosh, I could have listened to her all day long. She has so Mm -hmm. many stories. She's so interesting. But you can find out for yourself about her life by watching her on uh, Peacock TV, and the documentary is called You Look Familiar, Vernay Watson. It's incredible. You need to watch it. And we are so excited and honored to bring you our interview with Vernay Watson. Enjoy the show. We'd love for you to share with our listeners what inspired you to become an actress. Um, well, I was a dancer first, and um my, me and my sister, we would go to dance class and stuff, and a friend of mine, I was trying to get her to hang out with me during the week, and she said she was going to acting class. I said, what? And um, so I jo- I went to class, and I joined a theater group in Harlem, and that gave me the bug. Um, I I found out that because in dance, my knees weren't I couldn't do professionally because my knees couldn't take it. So I said, Well I can act and I enjoyed it and I stayed in the company for about seven years. 
And then I came out to um, to New York for a while until the 70s, and then I came out to California. I and have the a rest, documentary. Do you, the, and the rest is history. That's right. It's all documented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Did indeed. You and documentary? Yes. Yes, I, I'm I be, watched. You're supposed to be asking the questions. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you're supposed to be asking the questions. <laughs> it's perfectly right. fine. It's perfectly, you know, right. um, yeah, and the rest they say is history because you are such a beloved familiar face to viewers. I mean, you've starred in so many sitcoms and television series. And how do you think television of today has changed from, say, television in the 70s and 80s? Oh, well, there's a lot more cussing, I'll tell you that. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the streaming channel. I mean, you know, the morality has changed a lot. I mean, you know, we we were free spirits back in the 70s and stuff and, you know, that kind of thing. But now it's just, to me, I mean, there's really some good television, you know, but I think the morale is going down. There, there's no um, there's no beeps. There's no filters as, as like they used to be. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Even at my age, I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> I mean, I can see the big difference. And when I was growing up, too, I used to like to watch the black and white movies and sitcoms and things like that. So I can really compare those two. Yes, 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 yes. I went to a um, to the Black Cinema Exhibition at the Academy of Motion Pictures Museum from the 1872 to 1971, and actually the film that I got my SAG card on was in the exhibition, Cotton Comes to Harlem. Um, But those films, I mean, you know, with um, the Nicholas Brothers and Etta James and, oh, Dorothy Mm -hmm. Dandridge, all the wonderful movies, you know, classics, just classics. I mean, this is Absolutely. good television. I'm not saying there's not. You know, I just. Uh, oh, no, it's just different. That's all. That's all it is. It's very different. Yeah. yeah. Now, and you mentioned your, your documentary, right? You mentioned your documentary, mm-hmm. and I did watch it. And for anybody listening out there, it's called You Look Familiar, Renee Watson. It's on Peacock TV. And I'm telling you, I had a blast watching that. I was like, there were so many roles that you played that were on most of my favorite TV series growing up. And then learning mm. about your background and learning about you as a teacher, would you share with our listeners more about your special and also about the heartfelt education through the arts that you're a part of? Well, a friend of mine, uh, Judy Smith and then Glenn Terman, who's a f- wonderful actor, they wanted to do this documentary on me. They said, you're a legend. I was like, please, nobody cares. But, um, and I thought about it. I said, well, I have been around a while. So, um, yeah, I'll do it. And it was a lot of research and gathering information and stuff, but it gave me a chance to see and to appreciate myself how much I had done, you know? 
mm-hmm. and um, and to let people know that it's not you can't just become a star overnight. There's work involved, you know, and and there's rejection, and there's you you have to build character, you have to get training. You know, people think that just because they got followers on Instagram or something, they can be a star. Sometimes they get cast as stars because they got a lot of followers, mm-hmm. you know, but the work ethic isn't there anymore, you know. So I'm, right. I'm glad that, um, yes. And for my kids, you know, I've, I've won a couple of Emmys for General Hospital, and, you know, the award is nice, as heavy as I don't know what, but... Um, it, it it means that, to me, it, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, oh, I got an award and I'm fantastic. No, that, that my work was appreciated and, and, and seen. You know, mm-hmm. I did the work to mm-hmm. get this. So um, they need to, my students, that's why I'm, I teach on Saturdays. We're doing a Black History Month show. The lady that I'm working with, we've been together for years since my kids were small. And our organization is called, the heart, which stands for heartfelt education in the arts, through the arts. Heartfelt education through the arts. A website is theheartarts.org. And you can go on there and see what we're doing and make donations. And, um, we're, you know, we're just trying to pass it along and, and give these kids a chance to develop and create and to work you know, and learn some skills, <laughs> some real skills, besides punching that phone. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I tell you, <laughs> they are learning from one of the best in the business. I mean, you have long-standing career experience, you name it. I mean, you have a lot that you can impart to those kids that can really make a difference in their lives. Yes. And I'm still learning. I don't think I know it all, you know. Yeah. You're always evolving and you're always changing. That's right. So there's so much out there to grasp and each character that you play is different. So oh, yeah. there's more, you know, exploring to do. It's not you don't just come with yourself, you know. And um Yeah. You gotta, well, you gotta those lines. You know, looking back over your stellar career, I mean if you could only choose one standout moment and I know there are many what would it be, and why has it stayed with you through the years? Wow. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard question, John. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, I, my first little line in Cotton Cubs of Harlem, I'll remember that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh because I got my SAG card on that. And I think, oddly enough, I mean, I'm having a ball on Bob Hart's Happy Show, the, the show, the sitcom that I do for CBS. This is our, we're going into our fifth season next year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, having, I'm having an absolute ball. But the work, I do a lot of work on the soap opera. Soap operas are mm-hmm. hard work. A lot of lines, quick, and when they write correctly for you, it's like a symphony. You know, you just play those words and those moments. And um, we had a therapy session. I had a therapy session with Jordan 
and um, the girl from Grey's Anatomy, Sandra. And uh, that that scene was popping. That scene was popping. So I remember that. The highs and the lows and the emotion and this, you know, just spilling out all that history and um, trying to explain to this young person what I have given up in my life, you know. So Mm -hmm. that's why I'm not going to stand for her foolishness, you know. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Well, I'll tell you, I have to acknowledge your role as Aunt Stella on GH. I mean, you deserve those two two daytime Emmys, and you deserve a third one. I hope there's another one coming up because you have lots of storyline, great storyline to um, submit. Which storyline, what part of it would you submit? This year or something? I I mean... Mm -hmm. I, I haven't been on there as much because I am doing another show. Right, right. But I've been fortunate enough for them to kind of work it out where I can come in now and then. But I don't know if it has aired yet, but me finding out that Curtis yes, is yes, the father of... The, oh, truth okay. is, the truth is out, but it's not completely out. They just got married, and Aunt Stella's right. talking with Jordan. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, there. Oh, oh, okay. We're at the okay. tip. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, uh and that scene was was pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. I I think I would like to be on the show for a while before I try to submit myself again. I'm you know, I'm not just trying to collect Emmys. I just right. trying to Working, you know. Right. Yeah. So many people on that show that 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 are there all the time that do excellent work, you know. So I'm not I'm I'm not pushing for it. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. You know, many that deserve it. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, so, so I'm 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 going to advise. Uh, well, we're here for you. So we want to thank now, you. Well, one, one one more thing. I'm off. Uh-huh. I'm on hiatus for a while. So maybe there will be something, you know, coming up that I can do. But right now, I'm good. Well, so we just submit. welcome you back every time you're on there. I just love Aunt Stella. She's a no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is woman, and she won't put up with anything from anybody. I just love it. And she's so busy, though. She always yeah, says that I she's know. <laughs> business, but she's all in everybody's yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I like about her most. She knows everything is going. You can't hide anything from Aunt Stella. agree more. Well, we want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. We absolutely love speaking with you. We could do this all day and all night, but we know you're busy and you got things to do. <laughs> and 
and also I want to encourage, <laughs> right, yes. I want to encourage the viewers to also watch Bob Hart's Abby Shola on CBS, yes. please. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, okay. it's a phenomenal That's a show. Wonderful we love show. Billy, Gar- Billy Gardell is, is in my heart. Oh, what a man. Oh, he's so sweet. And I worked with him on his last episode of Mike and Molly. Yes, you did. And you were the adaptive mm-hmm. advocate. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and as soon as I saw him when I got on to this show, I was a guest for the pilot. And he remembered me right away. He's such a nice man. He's a, mm-hmm. just a dog. He's He's a good leader for this cast. Yeah. You know, well, he's he's uh, he's come a long way himself. A long yes, way. Yes, he has. Uh-oh, yeah, it's such a great mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So we'll let you go, and you take care of yourself, and uh, you're welcome back you anytime. You too. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, you're so much. Happy Black History Month. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank take you. Care. Bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Tuning Into TV, where we feature interviews with actors from television and movies, both past and present. Be sure to follow us on social media at Tuning Into TV, and that's with the number two, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to also check out our website at TuningIntoTV.com. That's the number two, TuningIntoTV.com. And feel free to drop us a line with questions and comments at TuningIntoTV at gmail.com. Again, that's with the number two. And thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more to come.